and welcome back to the HMO Agency Blueprint Podcast. I'm your host, Mo Hakir, and today we are going to be talking about lack of trust, which was the third of the five challenges that HMO agency owners faced. So lack of trust basically means when you are not there as the agency owner or, or leader, you don't feel like you can trust the team to deliver the business as you would like. Um, so a truth bomb here, that is 100% your issue, not theirs. So lack of trust is uh, is something that the, 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 the owner director needs to deal with, um, not necessarily the team. So this is how you, you, you can solve it. So you obviously can't read every email that goes out the door and you wouldn't want to. You can't listen in to every phone conversation between the property management team and a tenant. You can't shadow every viewing that your sales manager conducts. Therefore, the only way to give yourself the trust in the team is to set them up properly and then to have some checkpoints and accountability spikes for them to make sure they are delivering as uh, has been agreed. So this would include training it's all the way from onboarding uh, which is something we never used to do we never used to even think about onboarding but onboarding is like such a critical part of like setting the expectation of what is required in the role so all the way from onboarding to regular training in the role uh, while they're working with you and that's both proactive so before it's required but also reactive so that if anything happens let's have a meeting about it and uh, and set up some training around something specific uh, next is defining their roles and response, their role and their responsibilities. So setting clear expectations of what's expected, when it's expected, what format it's expected in. And um, ideally, you want this broken down to the cadence of, uh, of of the work. So if there's daily tasks, weekly tasks, monthly tasks, quarterly, annual, whatever the uh, the cadence of the work is uh, is required. And ideally, you just want that in a checklist. They can literally just go through like, oh, it's Monday. It's the morning on a Monday. I need to just do these three things. Fine. Tick. Um, this needs to be accompanied by clear process documentation, which can be written documents. We use Process Street for written documents, videos. We use Loom for um, process videos or similar software to Loom, which is L-O-O-M um, or physical checklists, which you can print out. We um, are generally pretty paperless in our business, so we try not to have um, physical things, but you can, you know, you can have printed printed checklists. And um, you also want personal development plans, so you want to you want your team to grow with the business. So you want to give them a clear plan for how they can take on more responsibility, how they can add more value to the business, and then how they can also be eligible for pay rises and bonuses. This should be clearly laid out in a personal development plan or PDP. Um, and this is also hugely beneficial in terms of team uh, team retention. So staff retention, which in um, in particularly in small businesses, is so important because the um, the changeover, where if someone leaves and then you've got to recruit and you've got to bring someone else in new and you've got to train them up, and um, the impact on the business and the disruption of the business for a small business is so much more stark than it is for bigger businesses. So, um, and and also it just creates a nicer working environment if you've got people that have been there for a longer period of time. Um, it's just um, people get to know each other on a more personal level, become friends and stuff. So it's, it's a much nicer working environment. Um, and that's why PDPs are important because it's um, it, it, it means people feel uh, attached to the business and have a, um, a clear path of how they're going to develop with the business. So dash, dashboard reporting and KPIs. So you want to choose probably one to five of the most important um, outcomes that each person has that drives the business. So um, and ask them to report on those. And we do that in front of the whole team in the weekly team meeting as part of the KPI, uh, the KPI dashboard that we review. We report, we put on lots of different things. Obviously, each person has between one and five um, items. Some of them have a couple more. 
and we report on things like uh, new landlord inquiries, what's our current occupancy, how many new sales have we made in the week, how many notices have come in, um, how many people have we checked in, how many maintenance tasks are there overall, how many are in pend- how many are pending, how many are in progress, um, how many have been completed, what's up, what we're looking like on compliance certification, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you want to have regular check-ins with the team. So depending on the size of your business, you may have one-to-ones with every team member, which I used to do uh, with everyone. Um, now I have two one-to-ones. So I have one with our business manager and one with our finance manager. And then I have the team weekly meeting, uh, which is uh, with the whole team. And we go through the KPI dashboard and we just review sort of the, the numbers and talk about any specific issues. Um, and the rest of the business is literally just managed off the KPI dashboard. And if there's anything specific we need to dive into during the week, we do. But um, pretty much all the all the data is on the w- weekly KPI dashboard, um, which, again, is a, a big accountability spike for the team to make sure that's done in time for the team meeting and is showing um, some good progress. The next is difficult conversations. So the above um, the, 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 the frameworks that I've spoken about already will allow you to have difficult conversations where required but it will be talking about it objectively. It'll be objective data rather than just subjective feelings. So you won't be going into a meeting and saying, oh, I just feel like things aren't working that well at the moment. How, you know, how can I help? It's like, I can see that you only completed three out of the five um, activities that you're supposed to do last week. And as a result, X, Y, Z. Um, and again, take back to taking accountability as the owner, which is sort of a big theme, I guess, of this uh, of this podcast in particular, but probably of everything that we do. Um, if someone's not performing, it's usually something that is your fault as the owner. So it's either that they've not got capacity, they've not had the right training, they didn't understand at the beginning what they're actually supposed to be doing. Um, so there's, all, there's usually something that you can do as the, uh, as, as, as the owner. Um, so do, doing all of those things will mean you can feel confident in spending less time in the business and have trust that the team is delivering when you're not there. Plus, the team will feel empowered to just get on with their jobs without having to run everything um, past you all the time. So um, it will lead to much greater team morale. So that's really the um, tips and tricks on how to improve the trust that you have as the owner uh, in your team. So massive thanks for listening and watching. This uh, video podcast is available on Spotify and any other video um, platforms. If you have any specific questions, drop me an email. It's mo at hmoagencyblueprint.com. And find us on Instagram at hmoagencyblueprint. Um, and I, I will record some specific content around any challenges that you might be facing. Um, so thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode.